0: Hey there, I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. This is the Essential Astrocast, where you get the Essential Astrology Lowdown for real life. Find out what's happening up there in the heavens so that you can take action right here down on Earth. Guys, so happy to be back. Veronica Peretti here, astrologer, yoga teacher, Real Housewives historian, essential oils enthusiast. Um, tomorrow is the big eclipse, so are you ready? What have you been doing? Have you been preparing? Have you been resting? Have you been taking care of yourself? Um, the eclipse season comes twice a year, so we usually get two or three eclipses together, eclipses, eclipses together. Um, so tomorrow is the first of two for this particular season, and it is a juicy one. It's a really, really Interesting eclipse this summer, and I want to start with some reflections. So, we always have to look back before we go forward, right? We always have to look at where we came from before we can see where we're going. Now, mind you, this is something that as an Aries, I don't like doing. I'm not very good at looking back, but I also know that astrology is the study of time, and with astrology, we're always looking for the patterns. We're always looking for the threads. And there is uh, certainly a thread happening right now. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the eclipse today. If you want more on the eclipse, I'm going to actually do a really in-depth look at the eclipse for my uh, Patreon members. That's my Essential Astrology membership. Um, You support this Broadcast that happens once every week, but then you also get two bonus broadcasts, one for the new moon and the full moon each month. If you would like to uh, get those, then you can always go to um, my Patreon page. Um, It's patreon.com slash Veronica Peretti, and you can contribute for $25 a month. You'll get those two bonus broadcasts. So, all right. So We'll talk a little about the eclipse, and we'll. And for those of you that are Patreon members, you'll get a deep dive tomorrow. Now, here's the deal. The eclipse is happening with the North Node in Cancer and the South Node in Capricorn. We've had Saturn and Pluto in Capricorn all year. They are in their gearing up period for their big conjunction that is happening um, in January 2020. So right now we're in this, this whole year is about, about rebuilding your foundation, rebuilding the structure that supports you so that you can um, have a new support, have a new foundation and really catapult in 2020. That's, that's kind of my theme for the year. So we're doing a lot of processing this year. We're doing a lot of letting go. We're doing a lot of releasing so that we can invite in the new next year. It doesn't mean that you're not going to have new stuff happening now, you are, but All of this is really a big preparation for that big meetup and then moving forward. So I wanted to mention that this eclipse, um, like all eclipses, has a thread. There's a series of eclipses that it belongs to, a family, if you will. And this eclipse has a lot to do with hearkening back to what was going on last summer. And there's a few reasons why that's happening, but one of them is that Mercury is going to go retrograde on the 7th at four degrees in Leo, and that's where the eclipse was last summer on July 27. So think back, what were you doing July 27 last summer, 2018, and check in with whatever you're working on. And I want you to reflect on that because I want you to take a moment to actually acknowledge and appreciate how far you've come from then. So I saw, you know, that very popular meme on Instagram, today, which, you know, I see probably every day, but I I really enjoy it. I think I'm going to post it tomorrow because I think it's so appropriate for eclipse time when we're in this space of reflection. And the meme is, um, uh, uh, what would you do if you Um, oh, remember when you wanted what you currently have. That's what it is. Remember when you wanted what you currently have. And so think back to July 27 and remember 2018 and remember what were you wanting? What were you suffering from? What was painful for you? What was, what were you desiring? What were you wanting more than anything? What were you looking to create, to make, to, to get, to attain, to lose, to do, to do, Um, And have you done those things? Because a year has passed, and we are in this series of eclipses that make us reflect and also bring things to the forefront that we may not have noticed were there before. So truthfully, eclipses are really about two things, in my opinion. They're about illuminating the thing that we either cannot see or not allowing ourselves to see, and catapulting change, pushing us forward, whether or not we want to move forward. So even if you are resisting and holding back and holding on for dear life and not wanting to let go of of whatever the safety is for you, whether it's the habit or the person or the job, you know, the eclipses often usher in something that forces us, to jump off the diving board, whether or not we think we're ready. But the universe is basically saying, here you go, you're ready. And that's really what eclipses do for us. Now, I want you to think back to last summer and just appreciate how far you've come. And I want you to think back to last summer and see whatever themes were going on in your life and see if those themes are being repeated this summer in this eclipse series or season. Um, the other thing I want you to think back to is reflect on summer of 2010, what was happening then? Because summer 2010 is the opposite of this eclipse. So Right now we've got the north node in Cancer, the south node in Capricorn. In summer 2010, we had the north node in Capricorn and the south node in Cancer. And so what does that mean? That means that at that time we were looking at moving toward structures and and things that restricted us, maybe. Um, Saturn rules time. It rules um, architecture, grammar, the things that create the container for us. Cancer rules um, the family. The... Sense of nurturing and nourishment and um, honoring our emotions. And emotions don't necessarily fit in a container. Emotions don't necessarily fit in a box. They don't necessarily have an architecture. So Cancer and Capricorn are very different. Cancer represents the mother and Capricorn represents the father. And whether or not your mother or your father played those roles in your life, you just understand there's a certain universal energy to that. Um, you know, just like the masculine feminine, you know, you might have had a father who played the mother role, quote unquote, um, or vice versa, but it's, it's, it's tapping into that energy of, you know, cancer is that nurturing, but, it's nurturing in a really interesting way because cancers get a bad rap. They get a bad rap for being super emotional, but the truth is i have a lot i know a lot of cancer women who are fierce, right? and if you're a cancer woman, you are like the mama bear of your tribe, you are loyal and you look out for your people. And so that is a lot of the energy that's happening right now because cancer is about immediate family. It's about the people that feel like family, whether or not they're related to you by blood. And it's also about what feels like home to you because it rules your home. It's also ruled by the moon. And the moon changes every two and a half days. So if cancers are moody, we can't blame them because they're ruled by the moon. And for most of us, our ruling planets are not changing that often. So um, unless you're a cancer. So, you know, if they are a little moody, they they have a right to be because their ruling planet is is changing its energy every two and a half days. And that is not so easy to live with. So we've all been feeling that, right? Because we've had Mercury and cancer and Mars and cancer the past few weeks. And that means we've all been really subject to the moon in a way that we aren't normally feeling. And so if you've been feeling moody, then that is probably why. Um, so, okay. Okay. Another thing that I wanted to, to just note is that the sun is squaring Chiron right now, and that's also part of the solar eclipse chart. So when Chiron is squaring what's going on with the sun and the moon, we're going to be illuminating whatever we need to heal. And so right now, we definitely have a very strong emphasis on healing the stuff that is holding us back, healing the things that we made not have allowed ourselves to see, healing the stuff that's blocking us from being the person that we want to become. So I want you to look at what's being asked to be healed. It might not be um, that great inner child wounds. Maybe it's something small. Maybe there's something you're doing to self-sabotage every day, like you know, skipping the workout, skipping the meditation. Maybe it's something that seems insignificant, but it actually is having a significant impact on your quality of life. Or maybe it's a big thing. Maybe it has to do with that inner child wound. If you are a cardinal sign, if you're an Aries, a Cancer, a Libra, or a Capricorn, you are feeling this eclipse very intensely because your Sun is either in it or being squared, right? So you're being opposed, or you're or you're in it, or you're being squared. All of those things are intense. So if, like me, you're a cardinal sign, there's some serious, serious work for you to do here on healing something that once you release it is going to catapult you into the future. Now. You might be feeling restricted, you might be feeling restrained, you might be feeling pulled back or controlled by something, and that's because Saturn is with the south node um, that's not a bad thing. Saturn slows us down, it gives us perspective it makes us um, it makes us be responsible so While there's not a lot of air in the sky, therefore, there's not a lot of logic in the sky, we've got Saturn really looking out for us. So I know Saturn is not fun, but I do think Saturn is really helping us be responsible about whatever emotions are coming up and whatever actions we're wanting to take. Now, speaking on actions, something very exciting is happening tonight. Mars is going into Leo. Mars has been in Cancer, which is not a place that he likes to hang out. Mars is the ruling planet of Aries. It's also the the co-ruler of uh, Scorpio. And when Mars is in Cancer, he wants to go to sleep. He wants to take a a nap. He he might be a little restless. But Mars tonight at 7.20 p.m. Eastern time in like a half hour or so is going to go into Leo, a fellow fire sign he's going to feel alive again. He's going to feel ambitious and driven and excited to get out there and do stuff. And you might feel driven, ambitious, and excited to get out there and do stuff, especially if you have a lot of, um, Mars in your chart or you're a Mars world person. So this will be really, really nice because it'll be this part of the astrology over the next few weeks that will help us continue to keep going. So whatever change, whatever um, whatever catalyst is brought on by the eclipse, we're going to have that motivation to do something with it over the next few weeks, even though our good friend Mercury, that trickster who's always playing games with us, is going to be going retrograde and we are already in the shadow. And if like me, I mean, I think this Mercury retrograde is going to be intense. So please, please, please back up your stuff. Give yourself extra time if you're traveling. Um, Don't mess around with this Mercury retrograde. I've already seen it at work for a lot of people in my life. And we're we're only in the pre-shadow period. So Mercury does go retrograde on the 7th of July. So it might feel like this eclipse comes and it's boom. New new energy something opened up something I didn't see now I see I want to take action and I want to make the change and then Mercury retrograde comes and you feel like every you're taking two steps back and two steps forward and one step back it's okay again Saturn is there with the South Node to encourage us to be responsible and to restrain us from taking um, any irresponsible leaps. Or making any irresponsible decisions, uh, Mercury is going retrograde to force us to review, to look back, to reflect, to make sure that we cleaned up whatever we were working on the past few months, so that we can go forward with like a really uh, clean slate. Okay, so it's not a bad thing. It just means that. There's a certain restraint, a certain responsibility, a certain practicality about this eclipse that I really like, actually. Um, Okay, so that's what's going on today. We've got Mars going into Leo, super exciting, so pumped for that as an Aries. That's going to be a nice breath of fresh air. Um, we are today, the moon is still in Gemini today and Monday, and we are what we call the dark of the moon. So every month, right before the new moon, we have the dark of the moon, which is the most internal time of the month. It's the time to go in and reflect. So the, all this talk of reflection today really is... Um, timely. And probably I'm thinking about it because it's that time in the month where you do reflect in the dark of the moon. It's the time right before the new moon. And it's that ultimate time of release. It's that ultimate time of hibernation and going in for about 48 hours or so before we catapult into a new lunar cycle. Um, So tomorrow is the big deal. It's the big solar eclipse. And not only is the big solar eclipse, it's also the moon is going to sextile Uranus. So I think that we're going to have some surprises tomorrow. Now, surprises can be good or bad with Uranus. It's really a crapshoot. It's really a 50-50. So just, again, give yourself space. Whenever we have eclipses, whenever we have these Mercury retrograde, Um, you know, I really want you to give yourself space and time to digest whatever does come up. Um, if you can give yourself a little space in your calendar this month, it's always good to do that. It's July. It's a holiday week here in the U S really space and time are so useful because even if you have that extra space, you'll find ways to fill it, but don't over schedule yourself, especially with all this energy going on, because things are going to come out of nowhere, and you're going to have to deal with them, all right? Um, Wednesday, we're going to have Venus moving into Cancer at 11.18 a.m. Eastern Time. So Venus moving into Cancer, Venus really likes to be in Cancer. You know, Cancer's ruled by the moon. It's feminine. Venus is the other goddess of the zodiac. So she feels all nice and cozy being at home in her um, boudoir, if you will, if you will, in Cancer. And so um, that's going to be really nice and going to be a soft energy to uh, to have with all this other tumultuous stuff going on. Um, so Venus in Cancer on Wednesday, and then Thursday the Moon is going to start to separate from the Sun, and that soul and that new moon solar eclipse that we're experiencing. And on Thursday, the moon's going to meet up with Mars, Mercury, and Leo. Um, And it's going to square Uranus, which is going to give us a little jolt of energy. So I think Thursday, while it is July 4th, it could be a really fun day for you if you're out with friends. And if you take the day off and you want to do some work or be creative, like I think it's a great idea if you don't necessarily want to do the barbecue pool day kind of thing, because it's gonna be a great day to make some stuff happen. Um, but of course, it is July 4th, and if you take it off, I, I do not blame you for taking the day off. Um, Friday is gonna have a very long void moon. So other something else to note, this week we have some really long void moons pretty much all day Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we've got long void moons, which basically means not the best time to initiate something new. So I wouldn't say, like, launch your new program on a Monday or a Wednesday or a Friday this week, although, you know, it's July 4th week, you're probably not launching a ton of stuff. But not a great day necessarily, like, sign a really important legal document. Um, Void moons are kind of like the moon is just taking a nap. That's how you can think of it. Uh, So that's, we've got a long void on Friday. It's going to be a great day to stay home from work, binge watch some TV, go to the Beach, all that kind of stuff. Really nice day to take off on Friday. Then Saturday, the moon's going to go into Virgo. And when the moon goes into Virgo, you know, the, we really are interested in crossing the T's, dotting the I's, organizing, looking at the spreadsheets. If you've got some administrative work, some numbers crunching to do, Saturday, you might be in the mood to do it because when the moon goes into Virgo, we all are really interested in the detail oriented things. If you've been looking for a day to clean out your closet and you know, Konmari, then what well, the Saturday might be a day for you if you if you want to stay home and do that this weekend. And then Sunday we've got another long void moon. And then the other big astrological thing of the week, which is Mercury, Mercury is going to go retrograde on Sunday. It's going to station retrograde. It's going to slow down, it's going to stop, and it's going to turn. Okay, so or it's going to appear that way from Earth. So when we look at um, Mercury retrograde going on Sunday the seventh, it's going to be at 7:15 p.m. Eastern time. And what's interesting is that, it's, as I said previously in this broadcast, it's going to be at four degrees Leo. So Mercury is going to backpedal through Leo, then go back into Cancer. And then once it starts to move forward, it'll go all the way through those cancer degrees again back into Leo and then get on its way. Now that whole process takes a few weeks. So Mercury is stationing retrograde on Sunday. It'll station direct at the very last day of this month. So we've got a good three weeks and a couple days of Mercury retrograde, which really says to me that this is a great time for redoing. Um, Mercury retrograde does not mean stay at home and don't do anything and pull the covers over your face and think the world is coming to an end. Um, Mercury retrograde has been really uh, demonized in pop culture. The truth is Mercury retrograde is just an invitation to slow down, to look at how you're doing things, to review it and see if you want to change course. It's a great time to edit. It's a great time to review your processes it's a great time to reach out to old friends now with all of this cancer energy right now cancer again it rules immediate family and the people that feel like family and home you might have people with the mercury retrograde and the cancer eclipse you might have a lot of people reaching out to you right now and wanting to reconnect and this is a great time to do it you know Mercury retrograde, what a, there's no better time to make some space in your calendar and make some lunch dates and some coffee dates with old friends that you haven't connected with in a while. So there are great aspects to Mercury retrograde and things that we really should embrace. Now you might have people that come into your life that you don't necessarily want to engage with and that's fine too, but just know that they might crop up. Now the eclipse being in Cancer and Capricorn, if you've had your birth chart done, you can look at your chart and see what houses are ruled by Cancer and Capricorn, and then that will give you a good indication of what you're working on right now, this month, and over the next six months, because eclipses do set the stage for the next six months. And if I look at my own chart and I look at where I was last July, this is a continuation of that story for me. So if you want to see what your story is, what story is being told in your life, you're not quite sure what the messages the universe is sending you are, then just let me know. I'd love to help you and do a reading because if you do a reading for your birth chart at this time while the eclipses are in the air, it's a really profound time to tap in to where you're growing in your life right now, where the planets are pushing you to really make the changes. And so often as, you know, very... In this modern world where there's so much push for self-help and doing all the things and productivity, it can be overwhelming and you can feel like, oh my God, there's so many things I should be working on right now. But the astrology really, really tells us where we need to be working. You don't need to be working on everything at the same time. The astrology is going to tell you where you're meant to be growing right now and what you need to be focusing on. So if you're interested in knowing that, just send a reading for you, or you can go to veronicaprettycom slash astrology and all the information is there. I'm going to sign off. I'll see you next week. Have a wonderful week. Um, Really be mindful. Give yourself space and honor and reflect where you are now versus where you were a year ago when we had this eclipse season, specifically the eclipse July 27th. And never um, underestimate the power of reflection and taking the time to just look back at where you were, honor how you felt, honor how you feel now, and just know that this eclipse is going to push you in a direction that you need to go, and lean into it. Enjoy the ride. Don't don't resist it. Let it be. Um, let it be a wave that you ride, not a wave that you fight against. I guess that's what I want to leave you with. So have a great week and um, I will see you soon. Bye guys.